So, recurring theme on this show, uh, as our listeners know, we like to disparage Brian Harson from time to time. Watching the Cal game with some friends, and Asante made you know made a big player. I think of one of his sacks, and I said, "Man, what, uh, Eugene Asante, where did he play last year?" Assuming that he was a transfer in this offseason. And someone was like, what do you mean? I was like, where, what school did he go to last year? He's like, he went to Auburn. He just didn't play. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? He looks like he's the best player on the team. And then he comes out and he's like, yeah, I was on scout team last year. I was like, dude, what, what was that guy doing? It's it was amazing. funny. Like, it was funny with his, his daughter, obviously taking, taking mm-hmm. issue with that. And it was like, he didn't say it. It wasn't, you could tell like the comment wasn't even meant to be like a disrespectful thing. Toward no. Harson, it was meant to be like I, I like you know having that that edge I've come up. Things thing. are going yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And that's the only reason that he made that comment. And even the context was very clear that that's what was going on. And they're you right. asked to be on the scout team. It's like okay, come on, people. Like <laughs> it I mean, feels like we're, it. It feels like we're still unraveling this thing. Like we're still finding out. The oh, it will. Of yeah, his ineptitude, and it's going to go on for years. Like. Which is, it's honestly, it's funny at this point, but like, it's, it's shocking. It's yeah, shocking. It's shockingly bad. It really is crazy. I did love beating Cal though, for the, for the one reason that Will Cox is one of Harson's boys. Like that, that's for whatever oh, reason that just that. made me feel good. I mean, you remember the, the good boysy days when they beat Oklahoma and the Fiesta Bowl and all right. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Harson mm-hmm. was the OC. Will Cox was the DC on that team. Like they go way back. Okay. So wow. they're both under that Peterson, Peterson coaching tree. And he was oh, actually sorry, at Washington Dal. for a couple years as like defensive coordinator. Peterson got hired over there as head coach, obviously. So yeah, they they go way back. So that was that was another Speaking nice of, twisting of the knife that felt good. That's nice. Speaking of Washington, they're very quietly. Oh, bro, dude, they're sick. That team stout. That's a fun dude, team to watch. They're like they they have dudes at wide receiver. Yeah, their receivers their wide receiver are crazy. Is incredible. Washington, isn't that crazy? God, say? how how hey. sad would you be if you're an Indiana fan? Yeah, I know. Because that's that's right. That's the same guy, right? Yeah. Penix. Yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. And he's I feel baller. like the Washington job's a great job because there has been success at the program. There's some history, right. but I, I mean, I just cannot imagine there's like all that much pressure. Maybe I'm mistaken. Like, I don't want to poo-poo their fan base, but like, I have to imagine that like the kind of success they're having. I'm sure it's just like, all right, two thumbs up. Yeah, and they don't really gauge themselves against Washington State either. They gauge themselves against Oregon. So obviously, yeah. Oregon has been good. So then you're constantly going to chase that as a rival. So I mean, there's there's a little pressure than would probably be perceived from the national perspective, more so. But yeah, I mean that that probably would be a, a good job. They're they're crushing people. They went into Michigan State and like they oh. could have scored eighty. Michigan State they, they called also the is super bad. Like I I mean obviously you got the I mean, obvious yeah. going on. They lost their quarterback, and everybody thought that was going to be sweet. And then they lost their number one wide receiver, and everybody thought that was going to be fine. And turns out those are not fine. Those are not fine things to happen yeah, when no, you lose your wide receiver one and QB one in the same offseason. They're toast. They're they're cooked for sure. I mean, it wouldn't right, surprise me if they win like three games this year. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I saw a tweet says like they're not going to win another game. That would be amazing. I guess the one thing I would add to that is that Peyton Thorne and Ron Roberts like both seemingly left their situations on like not the best terms and and I would argue have both ended up in better situations. Yeah. Yeah. Almost um, almost a felt upward kind of thing. Did you yeah. have a mm-hmm. second? Oh no, I didn't pick two. 
Well, you, know, uh, you just have Simpson. one. That's fine. Jay, Dave Jalen thrust Simpson. this on us. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Simpson's Jaylen the Sim- other guy. He's been balling. All right. All right. And I love his celebrations. He's a very energetic, hype talker of a man. And I, I love a DB that, that does that and actually backs it up. So thinking about the next thinking about the next couple of weeks, uh saw some tweets today that was like, why didn't they give us the Georgia game at night? Like this would be so much better if it was a night game. And someone was like, LSU Ole Miss should be the 230 game. And I'm like, guys, we're the first pick. Like we're they want us. Yeah. You know, like why are you why are you upset with that? We're we yeah. it's like LSU and Ole Miss are clearly really good, but it's like who cares? It's it's Ole Miss. Ole Miss is not marquee. Ole Miss doesn't play, get to play at 230 unless no. they're playing. They don't move the needle unless they are playing That's right. good. Don't move the needle. That's right, baby. They don't. They just don't. Um, yeah, I mean, it obviously sucks to not have a night game. So, I mean, I get where the frustration is coming from. And then especially knowing that the CBS contract's running out. So then I guess people are just piling on. But, yeah, I yeah, mean, but- Auburn, Georgia is – I mean, it's just – it's going to be. It is what it is. Like it's going to be a two thirty like game. Yeah. yeah, it's right there. I mean, it just it's massive ratings. Even when Auburn's bad, like I, I looked it up out of curiosity, and last year it was like one, you know, one of the top watched games of the country, like all season. Dude, we, I mean, there's we, no three reason wins why in it should have been. Yeah, we had three wins in 2012, and the Iron Bowl was at two thirty. Like it's just going to be. Yeah. How it is, and also, I, uh, but I like I, those two thirty games. where, like, you know, you got some time to tailgate. Or, or kind of, yeah. Yeah, no, and then if you win, it's great because then you got yeah. all evening to enjoy the win. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Um, that's right. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I didn't think much of that either. I suppose I I could sort of understand where people were coming from with that, but uh, anytime Auburn's playing LSU, Georgia, or Alabama, I'm like very. I, I yeah, lean I in the direction it. of like this is probably a two thirty game. Two thirty. Yeah. And I well, the other thing that with with Georgia specifically, especially since the schedule change, where it's like earlier in the year. 2.30 wouldn't be a big deal in November because the time changed. So it, you do get the yeah. night game like in the second half, whereas like, yeah. you know, you get that night environment. So it's not a big deal. That's why the Iron Bowl is still fine at 2.30. Like it's dark yeah. in the fourth quarter and the lights are on and all that stuff. So it's, I mean, I think that's driving some of it because now, you know, there's not going to be a, a lick of darkness in the sky. You know, it's going to be just yeah. daylight. Honestly, I really don't mind that this weekend is at 11 for multiple reasons, one being because yeah. it's on the road, and two being because this weekend's slate of college football games is historically sick. So, like, yeah, it's nice. Let's play the Auburn game at eleven, and then Get it uh, over. We can pay it to yeah. Then I can like oh, the two thirty window this weekend is unreal. Yeah, uh, and nice. then you know Notre Dame Ohio State is at is at seven. So like yeah, get the Auburn game out of the way, get a nice breakfast in, and then just coast the rest of the day. I'm looking forward to that. Who does Penn State play? They're doing their wideout this weekend, but I don't think it's a big game. Is it Iowa? I think it might be. Oh Iowa. yeah, it, may, it is Iowa. It is Iowa. I guess Which, they wanted to get a win. Yeah. Although that I have all people another. to make that joke, I suppose yeah, right? it shouldn't shouldn't be anyone on this podcast. Well, that that, that, offense, that almost just solidifies the point. Penn State's offense hadn't looked incredible. I mean, they are going to be at home, but I, you know, I was defense. Yeah, it's is, looked is a little shakier. It's looked a little shakier than I thought it was going to. I'm not going to lie. Like I thought with the quarterback coming back and the running backs that they have, and they've obviously got yeah. the wide receiver talent. Like I mean, they got two studs at running back. The line is usually pretty good. Like I've I've been kind of surprised that they haven't been running through people a little easier than I thought they would. Man, you want to talk about something that everybody in college football media is talking about? Is the is the uh, what's his name? Brian Ferentz, 25 points a game. Oh yeah. 
yeah, update. I get every every podcast I listen to has like a running a running uh, tracker of what what he. Uh, I think Bud Elliott has like a what he needs to score in every game, yeah, and he hasn't awesome. done it so far. He's like not even. I think he's like six points off the pace because they scored forty. Well, he was, yeah, and then yeah, then I think it put him ahead of pace when they scored the forty-one. Oh, good. Okay, good for him. It, that's just like it was six. I think it was six awkward. points behind before this game, and now it's like. A little bit swung in the positive direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. the defensive points count. Which oh, I didn't really? Realize. Yeah, yeah. Defensive points count. So like they scored. Oh, that's nasty. I think they scored twenty four last week, but they had a defensive touchdown. That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, the sickos committee video graphic of like the little mountain climber thing. Like that's that's awesome. <laughs> I love that one. It's like yodeling as it's going up. According to Center Furnace Mansion, Center County Historical Society, Michael Quinn back in April wrote that Penn State has a 10 and 8 record in wideout games. Oh, interesting. Should be 9 and 9, brothers. Should be well, 9 and 9. I wonder if they do it a lot for like Ohio State and Michigan and like. I think they, no, they lot. do that strategically. So yeah, they're not ever going to get behind the wideout. So. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Like you're going to see that over the course of the years, they'll they'll kind of navigate that. And once they get a three or four win cushion, they'll go back to like an Ohio State, a Michigan. They lose one or two of those, yeah. they'll go back to an Iowa or an Auburn on the road. You know, they'll, they'll do they'll do those yeah. things. Stay ahead. Can we of that. do can, can we do Michigan real quick? I think I'm out for on it. Michigan. I think I don't think that they're great. I, I think don't know the way that they play football, it's impossible to tell. Yeah, like I, I think, yeah, I really think they're just they are so good when because they, they have they dudes, good, they have talent, and they got dudes. And, their line is yeah. so good, their running backs are good, their quarterback is very talented. I'm, I'm like, inclined. It wouldn't surprise to, me if they're the best this. team in the country. Yeah, like I'm not inclined even to believe yeah. that they're Michigan. I, it would not surprise me at all. Because well, look, I mean, a, a you look at everybody is, else. It's all a team relative. that's capable like, of beating Ohio State, which they've done the last two years, um, and winning their conference. That conference is by default going to be one of the best, yeah, teams in the country. On, and they recruit. I'm like on the, it. I'm on the Huskies train. I think Washington would smoke them. I don't think they could run with them. That would be. I mean, look. Here's matchup. the thing: we won't know for like another whenever they that's play true. Penn State or whatever. Like we don't know until hilariously deep into the year how good they are. I think I think it's their their tenth and twelfth game, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's Penn like State unless they just start surprisingly yeah. dropping games to teams they should be beating. I wonder. I mean, as a Michigan fan, that's an interesting place to be in because yeah. you want to win. It's great to win. It positions you nicely to have an exciting like final month of the season. But like a lot of your season is just you know like. These first three weeks have been fun. The Cal game had a little juice to it. It's so bad, man. But the the timing of the game, yeah. the fact that you know a lot of people were obviously not there, uh, changes the dynamic. So for like Michigan, I, I do wonder. It's kind of an interesting place to be in as a fan because like oh, you'll take the wins, but also it's like you want you know the sort of yeah. that nervousness you get on game day when it's like I don't I have no idea yeah. what what's going to happen today. Like Michigan right. does know exactly what's yeah. going to happen. Well, and it's one of those the- things that like. It's so nasty, man, when it's like – that's another thing when Auburn is like – the way that they're viewed that does annoy me. You know, when they end up getting their third or fourth loss inevitably, and it's like to – every one of them's to a top 15 team, so they're eight and four or seven and five at the end of the year, and it's then this – a Big Ten team will go nine and three with some – like two stupid losses. Right. And it's like, right. come on, man. Like, what a – they're not catching that same stuff, but, you know, Auburn no. is going to be mid, is you know, which – 
you know, seven and five, I would agree, but still <laughs> it's like, yeah. I hate well, the national and, perception of that. Well, nobody's like, listen to this schedule. Nobody. Listen to this okay. schedule. I'm East Carolina, to. UNLV, Bowling Green, Rutgers have not left the state. Haven't left Ann Arbor yet <laughs> at Nebraska, at Minnesota, Indiana, at Michigan State, who we know is horribly bad, by week, Purdue, then they go to Penn State. Golly. Okay, see, that. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to be – If they're not 9-0, and 0, like, I bet there is a 94% yeah. chance right now that yeah. they're 9-0. and 0. Like, yeah, even they're advanced not, There's some years where it's like, that's oh, Minnesota failure. could be tricky or um, Michigan, Michigan State, State could so be often, tricky. But, like, all but, those teams are so no. bad right now. Minnesota stinks. Right. And and like they're probably like I won't be surprised if they have at least one scare. Look at right. Like last uh, year, they Boston did. College and Florida State. Like I think nine times out of ten, that's probably a game that Florida State has no trouble with. But for whatever yep. reason, yeah. it just know, it was really close. So Papa, yeah, you, they'll go to said- nine and zero, oh and then go yeah. to Penn State in their tenth game, to Maryland in their eleventh game, and then close the season with Ohio State. I mean, that is a stupid schedule. Yeah. Auburn might be 9-0 with Back that schedule loaded. going into that. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it also bleeds State. into the territory when people are like, the SEC rides the coattails of Alabama or of Georgia. It's like, well, that's not true. I understand why you're saying that. But would you rather play Rutgers or would you rather play Mississippi State? And then, of course, you can expand it out to like the amount of teams that have played for a title and the amount of players yeah. that get drafted. And it's like, this is right. a ridiculous argument. I want the conference <laughs> to go to nine games as well. It'll be more exciting as a fan. Right. It should be that way too. Like it should be uniform, especially if we're going to do a playoff that is essentially right. voted upon by a committee. Like it should be as uniform as possible given the sheer amount of teams. But to suggest that like getting to play Northwestern Rutgers and, um, you know, this year's version of Michigan State or whatever is somehow comparable doesn't, to playing like justify. Ole Miss yeah. and, you know, Arkansas. It's not the same. 